0: The disciples had a problem. They couldn't get manifestation. They couldn't get what they had prayed for and believed God for. They couldn't get it to come to pass in this young man's life. And they went to the Lord and said, well, Lord, what is the problem? Why that we couldn't get manifestation? And um, let's go first to Matthew 17. 17 and 18, where we started last week. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. So the, the Lord just took it and said, Look, that's it. Bring the child here. And he just rebuked the devil out of the boy, and the boy was, was, was cured. He was healed that very same hour. Yeah. And you know, later on, you know, sometimes we be maybe asking the Lord, well, what happened? I prayed, I believed, I gave every tithe I was supposed to give, I gave every offering and then some, and I believed and I fasted and I still didn't get manifestation. What was the problem? Because here, apparently, Jesus gave the disciples the authority to cast out devils. go through in Matthew 10, and we can see here that they were already given the authority, so it's not like they didn't know. And when he had called, this is Matthew 10 and 1, and when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And verse 8, if I get my computer to move. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely ye have received, freely give. And this is what the Lord had already given the disciples. He told them, this is what I want you to do. You have, I've given you that authority, now do it. But they could not get manifestation. And, you know, sometimes we wonder, well, why can't I get manifestation? Why can't I get this mountain to move in my life? And you, you've given me the authority, but well, what happened? You know, and... Um, if you talk amongst some people, you know, they'll give you one excuse for, well, why you didn't get the manifestation. Maybe it wasn't the will of God for you to have whatever it is that you're believing for. And you, now I know I'm not the only one that I've heard that. And, you know, they try to say, well, it must be the will of God for you. It wasn't his will for you to have that. That's the wrong answer. It's a lie from the devil. If it's in the Word of God for you, it's supposed to be yours. So, you know, don't listen to that one. You know, they tell you, well, you know, when when someone passes, you know, the Lord picked a a lily out of his garden. You know, well, why did they pass? Well, he picked a lily out of his garden and went to put this lily in heaven. Well, I want to tell you, if you are not a flower down here, you won't be a flower in heaven. Plain and simple, (laughs) if you weren't born a flower, you ain't going to heaven to be one. Not the answer, Okay. So you know they come up with all kinds of excuses why you didn't get manifestation. So when it's my time to go, I'm not a flower, okay? So it wasn't that he picked this lily and sent on on her, on her way. Uh-uh. I plan to stay here until I get tired, until I get satisfied. He said, according to his word, with long life shall I satisfy you, okay? That's where we are. Another one um, you may have heard you know, when you pray, you need to get an answer. Well, there's three answers from God yes, no, and not now. That's not in the scripture. I'm sorry, that is not in the scripture. Anywhere, our answer to the Lord, the promises to us are yes. And amen. He didn't say yes, he didn't say no. Well, he did say yes, he didn't say no, and he didn't say not now. That's not the answer. These are just excuses that people try to give you when you don't get, receive the manifestation that you were believing God for. They'll, they'll try and help you out, you know, just to kind of bridge you over that gap of that loss or, or whatever you would believe in God for. So the don't, um, it's, it's, it's just not God's will. So when you hear those things, another one, people say, well, K okay, sarah, sarah, whatever will be, will be. Remember that song came out years ago? So no matter what, this just just going along in the life, just happy, whatever will be, will be. Well, no. You know, now they've updated and said, well, it is what it is. So no matter what happens, like, it is what it is. Well, you, know, you walk into somebody's and they broke his, his, his Ten Commandments, he said, well, brother, it is what it is. That's not it is what it is. The Bible says I'm supposed to be prosperous. I'm supposed to have all my needs myself. Now, don't come up and tell me it is what it is. It ain't that. That's right. According to the word of God, I, he promised to make m- meet all my needs. So when someone comes up, with, up to you with that, say, no, that's not the answer either. It is what it. That's not the answer, okay? So they're going to try and give you everything, and then the biggest one is to say, well, you just didn't have enough faith. And we talked a little bit about that last week. You just didn't have enough faith to believe what God wanted you to receive. And we talked last week and we, we talked about that. You do have the faith. I told you, right? We were, we were given the faith, supernatural faith, God's faith. And, and Jesus said, all you need was a little, a grain of mustard seed kind of faith. I mean, not even a whole lot, but we, we have been dealt the faith. We have been given the faith. We have been given the measure of faith, whatever. Which, when I read that, which got me so excited. He said, we've all been given the measure of faith. So whatever faith, measure of faith you need for your entire lifetime has already been given to you that measure. So whatever faith you need has already been given to you. So faith is not the problem. The Lord has given you that measure already. I love it. I just love it. So if you tell me you just didn't have enough faith, go with me to Matthew 13. This is what I I want you to tell me. If Jesus had enough faith to do what needs to be done. I mean, Jesus has all the faith in the world. Matthew 13, 58. Okay? And it says and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. So now, I know Jesus had enough faith because he had all faith. I mean, he's God's son, so there's no no doubt in his mind that when he prayed, they were gonna get an answer to their prayer. But according to the scripture, it says, and he did not many, many mighty works there Because of their unbelief. Jesus operated in perfect faith. The problem was that town had too much unbelief. That's the problem. The issue wasn't Jesus. The issue was the town. They had too much unbelief. So how many times did you believe and didn't receive? Matthew 17, uh, back to 17. And we hear what Jesus said about the, the situation. Okay, come down one more. Verse 19 says, Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Nothing shall be impossible unto you if you have faith and not unbelief. He said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, he told them their problem. And that's what our problem is. It's not that we don't have enough faith. We just got too much unbelief going on. So our job is to get us to the place where we deal with this unbelief so we can start seeing the manifestations that the Lord says for us. Okay? Because um, Satan wants to keep us to a place where we eventually get mad at the Lord because we didn't get the manifestation that was supposed to be ours. But we don't need big faith. We don't need little faith. We need no unbelief. Because unbelief minimizes. It holds ransom. It puts your faith... um, was, let's give it a, uh, an example of a scale. You have faith on this side of the scale, and you have unbelief on this side of the scale. So they're balancing. The unbelief is balancing or counterbalancing your faith, where there's nothing that's being produced. There's nothing being worked because you don't have anything. You're not tilting anything over and say, Well, I have less unbelief and I have more faith, so I can get my faith working. It's counterbalancing. It just balances. It's basically, it's just nullifying it out. When yeah. you have unbelief, you're nullifying your faith. Yeah. So we have to get to the point where we are believing what the Lord says is ours. He says, because of your unbelief, because of your unbelief, you could not get that boy free. Go with me to Luke. I got a lot of scriptures for you today, and I'm going to try and get through them as, as fast as I can because I'm on the clock. Luke 17, starting verse 5, and he says, And the disciples said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Here the Lord is telling them again, It is not the fact that you need faith increased. Just, if you got that size mustard seed faith, you can speak to this tree and tell it to get uprooted and go into the sea. Mm -hmm. And it has to, should obey you. Should obey, which means he's already telling you, you've got authority to speak to that tree. You've got authority to speak to that tree. Well, y'all know my story about my tree. And I spoke to that tree. and said, "I'm gonna try the word out." And I see. And I spoke to that tree, and that tree wouldn't grow. It eventually dried up, died. Lightning came and took the last little bit of it. It wouldn't grow. All the other trees on our on on our property grew very tall. And this is one little one that I talked to. And I said, "I'm gonna test the word out on this tree." You said, if "Jesus cursed that tree." You cursed, okay, tree. You are cursed. I cursed it at the root and I said, you are not going to, you know, tear up my sidewalk, you will not grow and mess up my sidewalk where I have the lump humps and everybody tripping again. You will not grow. I curse you in the name of Jesus. That tree wouldn't grow. It tried its best and it wouldn't grow. And I looked at all the other trees and they are huge. And this one little tree, it looks so emaciated. I felt bad for it after a while. but I, I said, the word of God works. If he said I could speak to it, I could speak to it. And I spoke to that tree. And the last little part, it was standing with my, like, two little springs on it. It was just standing nearby. So trying to hold on. Then lightning came by. Knocked, just took it all the way out. I said, well, I told you. Yes, the word of God, the word of God works. If we can speak the word, if thou can't believe, okay. Ask that tree. It'll tell you. So um, we don't need our faith increased. We need our unbelief decreased. We want to get rid of the unbelief. Mark eleven twenty two. Let's go there. I'm I'm, I'm I'm taking you kind of fast because we got to get somewhere. As soon as my there you go. Okay, Mark eleven twenty two. It says, and Jesus answering said unto them, Have. Faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. Yeah. God gave you. He imparted to you. He, he gave you that measure of faith. He said, I want you to use that God kind of faith that you were given when you were born, born again. So you don't want to have doubt in your heart. Doubt in your head. You don't want to have doubt anywhere. Some people have doubt. You know, They say, well, I believe in my heart, but I got a little doubt in my head. I don't want you to have doubt anywhere because it's nullifying the faith that you have. The Lord says, you you are more than a conqueror. You are delivered. You are set free. So if that's what he says, take about his word. Believe what he said will come to pass. So, if you don't doubt in your heart, Verse 23, so verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, shall come to pass, what's going to happen? He shall have whatsoever he saith. So here said, saying no doubt. No doubt in your heart. Believe in your heart. Believe the word of God. Only, only believe. That's where the Lord wants to get us to the point that we only believe. If you have doubt and unbelief present at the same time, trust and faith are present, unbelief will hold your faith ransom. If you have um, doubt and unbelief on one side, trust and faith on this side, if there's unbelief anywhere, it's going to cancel out your faith. It's going to hold your faith ransom. So our job is to get rid of the unbelief. That's where we're going, to only believe. Mark 5, let's go there. Mark 5, 35 and 36. Okay. Here... This is the, 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 man, the, uh, the ruler with the, 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 the daughter. Basically it says in 35, While he yet speak, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house... Certain which said, thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? And as soon, verse 36, and as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, what? Only believe. Be not afraid, only believe. Now, in your house, in your life, you may have situations going on. Can't find a job, got a job, don't like the job. You want a house, can't get the house, you want this. Whatever it is that you will believe in God for, the Lord says, only believe. You have to get to the place where you only believe the word of God. Whatever God says in his word, only believe. Only Only believe. believe. Now, here this man... His daughter, they just told the ruler that your daughter is dead. Dead. Now, what would happen? I mean, when you get, 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 get someone like that, fear is going to have a chance that will try to grip your heart. I mean, this right. send you over there. Especially now, he's coming to Jesus because he wants his daughter healed. Right. Here, the lady with the issue of blood then held him up. Now, she, she took the time and she had to give her testimony and everything else. And he said, Well, you know what? If you had to shut your mouth, yeah. he could have been there in time enough to heal my child. He didn't say any of that. No. The Lord just said, basically, in another translation, it said, the, Jesus, ignoring what they said, uh-huh. turned to the Father mm-hmm. and said, Only believe. Don't be afraid. Fear not. Don't let fear grip your heart. All right. Only believe. Now that—that's that. I mean, that's kind of tough. But Jesus, right there, was just just, just reassuring us. Uh-huh. Don't worry about what they just said. I know what the man just told you. But we are on your way to your house. Yes. If I can get you to only believe yes. my word, yes. if I can get you to just. Just believe my word. Everything's gonna be all right. So what did the Lord say? Don't have any fear. Don't let fear get you. Don't be fearful. Don't give your attention to what you see. Give your attention to only believing what I said. You, whatever you believe in God for, put your attention on the promise. The situation, the problem is we've been putting our attention on the problem. He says, Focus in on the promise, focusing on what I said is yours, okay? Not what, what you're seeing. Don't be moved by what you see right now. Only believe. You have to only believe. He told the ruler, no fear. No fear here. No fear here. No fear. Only believe. I need you to only believe. That's it. Which meant he had a chance to be doubtful. He had a chance to be fearful. He had a chance to flip out. Yeah. No. But the Lord says, only believe. Yeah. Now, the Lord told me this, I guess now it's too much now, only believe. And he said it so softly. And I said, okay, Lord, only believe. After I got the word on only believe, we, it just seemed like the devil said, oh, yeah? We'll see. that. We'll, we'll see about that. First thing went was the refrigerator, was the fr- or was it the air? I don't know, the refrigerator. The refrigerator broke down. Within the next day, the air conditioning just stopped. few days later after that, it was the sump pumps. And the dishwasher. Now, mind you, sump pumps, dishwasher, refrigerator, all were replaced around, they're not that old, because we had the kitchen redone. We had the basement we done. so I mean they should be doing well. Should be doing well. So the refriger- the, the, the uh, air conditioner guy came. We called the warranty company. They came out and said, "So I'm figuring, okay, good. You got the warranty. Free. Uh, the, this the, uh, the the the, the um, air conditioning is covered. Everything's fine." Mm-hmm. So the warranty com- the guy comes in and says, um, "It's gonna be about nine hundred dollars." I said, "Why?" what's the use of having a warranty? If I got to come up with about $900, we, nah, we had to come up with 900 just for the air. Some pump people came. We, we called the warranty people again. Some pump's not even covered. That's going to be $1,500. Now you know that some pumps got to be fixed. Yeah, right. If not, you're going to have water in your basement. Yes. That is a given without anything that's got to be done. And you know, all I can hear in the Lord say, only believe. Right, right. I said, okay, Lord. So we, we had to get that done, so we got the some finished. The guy came to see about the refrigerator, that's under warranty too. He said, Well, that's gonna be about $500. I said, It shouldn't be, this is under warranty. This is almost, the refrigerator, oh, five years old if that long. He said, Oh, oh, you have a warranty? Yeah. Well, maybe it's two. I said, It shouldn't be anything. He said, Well, let me check. I said, You, you check. <laughs> So the refrigerator was covered, praise God. So I said, well, that's wonderful. Yes. And then, I, you know, because all these things hit in the same top, and then I get a rash on my face. Now, I don't—I I was telling the child, because she was over one time, she needed something, and she said, Andrew, you have something for, for a bump? I said, honey, I never get bumps. Right. All of them it, I get a rash right here on my face. I mean, I said, what is this? <laughs> On top, every, everything hitting, bang, 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 right one behind the other. I said, "Lord Jesus, yeah. Father God, not the face, not the face." Okay, you know what I mean. I could deal with all the others, but and look like these bumps did not want to go. I said, "You are, you are lying to me. You are getting out of here." I put the cream on and I look at it, and then it starts spreading. I said, "Oh no, you won't. No, you won't." I said, "Lord, only believe. Yes. Only I." Talk, I Anything and everything that comes up now, my answer to it is only believe. Yeah. Plain and simple, I said, look, I don't have time for this foolishness. Only believe. And, you know, and, and as we start continuing to say, the Lord starts making a way for all these things to be done. Right. I said, I mean, you may have a couple of, you know, thousands just sitting around doing that, but I don't have that. No, because why? We have members that need money, and we give it as fast as fast Pastor said, you know what? It seems like whenever we get an extra amount of money set aside, somebody needs it. Every, just, 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 just doesn't. It, for some reason, we get. Yeah, we can set that aside. Don't somebody come with a need? I mean, just as, as soon as it, I can look at it and smile Yeah, that's it. That's, that's so nice. Somebody comes with a need. I said, well, that, I don't mind that, Lord, long as when I need something, I get my needs back. That's right. I have a problem. We, we are givers. We don't have a problem giving. I said, but just when I need my stuff done, I need it taken care. of. So we have to get to the place where we're not moved by what we see. I mean, because it was all hitting all at one time. You can, I, I have gotten nowhere, and it's either... Mm. So, um, this is ridiculous. So, here, Mark 9, 23, the Lord was, was telling them, if you can believe, if thou can't if, if believe, let me give you that verse, you can going write it down. Can you pull up the scripture for everybody when you get a chance? Mark 9, 23 and 24, is saying, if thou can't believe all... Things are possible to him that believeth. If thou canst believe, and straightway the father child cried out and said with his Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Now here, this man, he's got this this balance going on. He's got belief in his hand and unbelief in the other hand. Okay, he's saying, Lord, I believe that you can heal my child. I, I believe it, but help my unbelief. Now you notice the Lord didn't lay him out. He didn't beat him and say, you ungrateful, you dirty dog, why don't you have faith? Why don't you believe? The man said, Lord, help me. So he didn't rebuke him because he had the unbelief. He healed the child. Because the man said, Lord, I, 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 I believe you, Lord. I really do, but I, I got a little problem here. So our problem is not the absence of faith, but the presence of unbelief. So we have to recognize unbelief. And here here, here are three ways you can recognize if unbelief is present in your life. First one is fear. Second one is care. The third one is worry. Fear, care, and worry. This lets you know that unbelief is present in this situation that you're believing God for. If the thing comes across your mind and, and fear grips your heart, if... You are constantly, constantly worrying about that thing over and over again. If you have the care of it, that you are just just, uh, just searching out, you're just doing everything possible to find out, oh, let me find out about this, find out about that. That's the three ways to let you know that you have unbelief going on. Here this man said, Lord, help my unbelief. I need help here. I recognize the fact that I got some unbelief going on. Fear, fear that the word of God won't do what it promised afraid of what God has promised won't come to pass. That's the fear part of unbelief. You're afraid that what God said in his word is yours will not come to pass. Worry is negative thinking and meditating on the contrary report. The thing that is contrary to the promise of God, you are worrying about those things. Care is carrying the care, carrying the stress and the pressure of the situation. That's how you know when you have unbelief in this situation you're faced with a situation and the Lord tells us to only believe fear comes up the care of that situation comes up and you're constantly worrying so if that's what's happening the Lord says "You you didn't get manifestation because of unbelief they the disciples looked at what they saw they saw this boy foaming at the mouth, and I mean, I'm sure the devil put on a show. So they saw that with their eyes, and they responded to the fear. They responded in fear because the boy was foaming. ever. I mean, I'm sure the father brought the boy and he was probably calm until he began to explain the situation and, and the side was ready to deal with it, and the boy flips out. I, 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 I understand... I'm, being, I've seen demonic, you know, expressions. I kind of understood <laughs> what the disciples were going through, you know. But the lesson now is because of your unbelief, because you let fear grip your heart as opposed to faith gripping your heart. You didn't stand on the word of God. Unbelief rose up and nullified your faith. Just, yes. just held it ransom. Held that faith ransom. We couldn't go anywhere. So our job is to knock it, nip it, cut it off, whatever, in the bud. When fear rises up, when the care of the situation comes over to you over and over and over again, and the worry of it comes up, stop it. No fear here. I refuse to care about this situation. I cast the care of this situation over on the Lord. I refuse to worry. Worry is a sin. I refuse to be in sin. Cast it out, nullify it right now in the name of Jesus. When you feel it, it grips you, that's when you know unbelief is trying to get in there. You want to shut it down. You want to shut it down. When I'm going I'm to talk about Deacon Weddington for a minute, when he got the, the reports from the doctors about his condition, and we went over to see him, and we, we went in guns a blazing. Because I said, How dare you try to attack our brother? I mean, and went in there praying, and he said, You know what? I see this as a light thing. He never took the care right. of what the doctor told him. That's he right. never, t- he said, I see this like a cold. I see this as a light thing. Yeah. You know, I had, I had to step back at that. And I said, did you hear what that brother said? He sees it as a light thing. Right. Now, when people hear cancer, they fall all out. Right. He said, this, this is a light thing. The, the, you know the thing that was was concerning. He said, "This pain in my leg—that's the thing that's bothering me right now." This other thing is a light thing. But you know what he did? He engrossed himself in the Word of God. Yes. He engrossed himself in healing, yes. healing scriptures, healing tapes, healing books. I mean, he yes. just fed his spirit, yes. fed it, overloaded it yes. until the body said, "Oh wait, wait, we 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 got we got to do something." Because no there's no fear here. There's no care. There's no unbelief here. We can't even get this guy to care about what the doctor told him. He won't even care what they said. He didn't take the care. He wouldn't let fear grip him. What he did, he filled the bond the promise. He focused in on the promise of God until that cancer had to run away. He said, so we can't even stay here. We can't get a rise out of this guy. The word of God. That's what he fed on. Right. Starved the cancer to death. Yeah, that's right. Starved it to It had to go. That's right. He didn't take the care. That's right. He didn't take the care. Yes, right. He didn't have fear, and he didn't worry. And um, when Lord. he said this is, and that's all I heard him say about the whole time. You know, I see this as a light thing. I see this as a light thing. Yes. I said, Lord, he taught me something, I tell you. But you know what? He got the results. He got the manifestation yeah. that belonged to him. Right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mormon. The manifestation had to show up yeah. because of the word of God. I told you last week about Sister Pat. You can't kill somebody that's that's full of the word of God. You can't kill him. Right. When the Lord gives you a promise, when he promises you in, your, in his word that this is for you, yeah. stand on the word. That's right. Minister Mary, I got to talk about you right now. You got to stand on the word. Right. The Lord, I, it was... I don't even know how long, ago we were in Florida. And the Lord told, came to me and told me to tell Minister Mary and Elder David, he says, not to worry, there'll be two. I said, okay. So I told him that, not to worry, there'll be two. Mm-hmm. So he said, all right, and they, they you know, locked onto that, and situations came up, and, and it was miscarriage after another. But I said, well, Lord, you said not to worry, there'll be two. Okay, Callie came along, she was the most prettiest little baby in the world. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord, thank you for the child, mm-hmm. love that baby yeah. to life, love mm-hmm. her. And the Lord said, Callie is the bridge. I said, mm-hmm. Callie's the bridge. He said, Not to worry, there'll be two. Mm-hmm. I said, All right. And the Lord, He says, This year's past, He says, No more miscarriages for Raymond. He says, no more miscarriages for Raymond. I told Mary that. I said, Mary, Lord said, no more miscarriages. Yes. There's no more miscarriages for Raymond. All right. And I, you know, I say, any women in here that want a baby, the Lord said, no more miscarriages. All right. But see, what the thing is, Mary locked into the Word of God. Right, right. She locked into the Word of God and began to build her babies That's right. with the Word of God. She didn't come off of what... See, she had a chance to be, have unbelief rise up because of all the previous losses of babies. She, she had a chance. When, when Jackson was conceived, she had a, a, a good chance to say, well, here we go again. Yeah. You know, well, we'll, just, we'll see what happens. Que sera, sera. Mm-hmm. That's not what she said. She locked into the Word of God. Yeah. When I say locked in... Every time they went to the doctor and got another report, said, "Not going to be that." That's right. Now what you told him? Said, "It's not going to be that way." You can say what you want. Yeah. No more. Well, it's, Lord said, "No more." That's what he meant. Right. Right. Every time she went, she said, "Well, this is what they said." Let's pray. We pray every, every, every step. Said, "Lord, we got to get past this one stage." Lord, we got to get past this one. Stash. Lord, we got to get past. This one he says, "Didn't I tell you?" Not too wary. Yes. There'll be two. I said, okay. Mary wasn't moved. She said, This one's full term. I ain't worried. She what wa- she, she she said, I'm not coming off of my stand. I'm not coming off of my stand. I believe God. When He gives a word, He's gonna do just that. That's right. And I'm thinking he's saying, Well, there'll be just two more. No, that's not exactly what he said. He said it's two boys. Because we've had we had five girls. Love all my girls. I'll fight you for them. But I said, well, look, you, you know, I said, well, how are you going to carry on the Hunter name, Lord? I mean, because the girls, they're going to get married. Not unless they do like Angel. Gail does, Hunter Jones. I said, well, then, then you know, then their name will go on. He said, not to worry, there'll be two. Not to worry, there'll be two. There's two. But she locked into the word of God. When it's dealing with your body, You are going to lock, you're going to have to lock into what God says in his word. Whatever he says, whatever you're believing God for, lock into it. Don't come off of your stance. Trust me, Satan is going to see to it that you hear the bad report. He is going to tell you everything. I mean, worst case scenario, I mean, coming from every which way but loose. he's He's going to put that in your face. But the Lord says, only believe, only believe. Only believe. Yes. That's what she did and she got manifestation. That's what he did and he got manifestation. Only belief. Yes. Stop the care, yes. stop the fear, right. Right. stop the worry. Now that you know what unbelief is, yes. and it says because of your unbelief, you couldn't, I mean, when Jesus was in a town and he couldn't do anything with these people except a few people got healed, a few little light things. Because of unbelief, that lets me know unbelief is pretty, it, 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 it's, 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 it's up there yeah. against you. Right. Right. It's against you. That's why you hear the Lord say, Fear not. Yeah. He said, Don't take the care. Right. Don't take the care. Yeah. Don't worry about today or tomorrow. Don't worry. Why? Because that's unbelief and it's nullifying your faith. And then the the devil will say, see, I know the Lord wasn't going to come through for you. Look at this. And it's definitely not the Lord's fault. Say, Lord, it's not your fault. So where's the problem? The problem lies somewhere. Because of your unbelief. So I, I say, now that we know what it is, let's nip it in the bud. So when it rises up again, When the worry of it comes before you, shut it down. When the care rests upon your heart, wakes you up in the middle of the night with a panic attack, and I I don't get panic attacks, and I woke up one night, and I'm thinking about somebody, not even me, somebody else, and I woke up, I mean, and my heart was raised, and I said, whoa. I rebuke this right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you said only believe, and that's where I'm leaving this situation. I'm rolling the care of this on you. I refuse to carry this care. We're not beasts; of burden, to so don't carry it. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord.